Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Have you ever heard the phrase, the perfect is the enemy of the good? What it means is if you demand perfection, if you insist that something be flawless or faultless, then it decreases your chances of getting a good result in the end. We're about to meet a king who learns that lesson the hard way, but in his quest for perfection, he discovers something infinitely more valuable. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Looking Glass. Versions of this story come from Spain and Portugal, neighboring countries in southern Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this tale, including Steve Coulter, Mark Gagliardi, and Lenady Hanau. Steve Coulter appears in the Disney Plus series She-Hulk and will star in two feature films in early 2023, Shotgun Wedding and We Have a Ghost. Mark Gagliardi can be seen in Blood and Treasure on CBS and the Comedy Central series Drunk History. And Lenady Hanau will star in the title role of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Bad Cinderella, opening on Broadway in March 2023. So circle around, everyone, for The Looking Glass. There once was a king, a newly crowned king, who had just inherited the throne from his father. The king's father had been a beloved ruler who governed his subjects with fairness and honesty. And now that the new king was in charge, he wished to do the same. But he didn't wish to do it alone. As he explained to his royal advisor, an old silver-haired fellow named Luciano, I must have a partner to help me govern the people, a queen with whom I can share my throne and my life. Luciano had spent decades advising the king's father, and the wise, clever man had never led the former monarch astray. Your Majesty, I understand your desire to find an ideal partner, and I will do whatever I can to help. Tell me... What qualities do you seek in a queen? Oh, that's easy. First, she must be as perfect as fresh snow. Ah, as perfect as fresh snow. Second, she must be as pure as morning dew. Ah, as pure as morning dew. And third, she must be as flawless as a diamond. Ah, as flawless as a... Diamond. Mm -hmm. Uh, With all due respect, your highness, aren't you setting the bar a little high? I most certainly am not. As the newly crowned king, I refuse to accept any less. So, Luciano, can you help me? Remember, Luciano was a wise, clever man. And that's when he got a wise, clever idea. Ooh. Actually, Your Majesty, 
I can help you. I have just the thing you need. Wait here. Luciano shuffled out of the room. When he came back, he was holding a small round mirror with a sparkling gold handle. Ah, here it is, sire. The answer to finding what you seek. The king was confused. A mirror? You're giving me a mirror. I'm sorry, Luciano, but how can an ordinary looking glass help me find my queen? Well, Your Excellency, this looking glass may seem ordinary, but its powers are anything but. Think, if you will, about a regular, everyday looking glass. What does it reflect? It reflects your image, of course, what you see on a person's outside. Exactly. But this looking glass is different. It's been said that this looking glass reflects what you can't see. It reflects what's on the inside. Mm, I don't understand. All right. Um, um, let's say you're the best-looking person in the world. On the outside, you are flawless. But on the inside, you're definitely not Flawless. You've uh, told a few lies, perhaps. You've picked a few fights. Perhaps you felt instances of jealousy or greed. Now, if your character has any of these stains or spots or blemishes, then that is what you will see when you gaze into this mirror. That is what its glassy surface will show. Would you like to give it a try? Luciano held the mirror out to the king. The king waved it away. Uh, actually, no. I'm I'm good. Uh, I'll save the mirror for the ladies of this kingdom. Oh, 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 yes. As you should, sire. Uh, after all, you've been dreaming of finding a woman who is as perfect as fresh snow and uh, as... Pure as morning dew, and uh, what was the other thing again? As flawless as a diamond. Uh, right, right. Uh, well, I can guarantee, sire, this looking glass will help you find exactly what you need. Well, as you can imagine, the king was sold. That very day, he dispatched his royal messengers across the kingdom. They galloped from town to town, village to village, spreading the word about the king's magic mirror and inviting the women of the land to come and gaze into its shiny surface. Back at the palace, the king could hardly contain his excitement. News of my magic-looking glasses traveling like wildfire! At the end of the week, I'll have my guards open the palace gates and let in the throngs of potential queens who will have flocked to my door. I'll bet hundreds of ladies will be lining up outside, if not thousands. It's going to be amazing! The king was on pins and needles all week long. At last, it was time to open the gates. Guards, open the gates! The king could hardly stand still as the tall wooden doors creaked open. But when he peered through the doors and looked outside, he received the surprise of his life. Aha! What? What? There's nobody here! 
Where do you think everyone is? And will the looking glass actually help the new king find what he seeks? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today, our story is called The Looking Glass. When we left off, the newly crowned king was seeking a queen who was as perfect as fresh snow, as pure as morning dew, and what was the other thing again? As flawless as a diamond. Right, right, right. To assist with the quest, the royal advisor, a wise, clever man named Luciano, presented the king with a looking glass. The gold-handled mirror could, supposedly, reflect anyone's inner flaws and blemishes. But when the royal messengers invited the ladies of the land to come to the palace and gaze into the mirror, no one showed up. The furious king summoned Luciano to the throne room. Luciano, what is going on? Thousands of women must have gotten the news by now. Why are none of them here? The old man tugged his silvery beard. Well, sire, from what I hear, the eligible maidens of this kingdom are otherwise engaged. Engaged to be married? No, your highness. Some say they're uh, too busy. Others declare they're feeling under the weather. Still others insist they must leave the kingdom on important business at once. Oh, so many excuses. I don't understand. Kings in other lands have no trouble finding a partner to join them on their thrones. Why am I falling short? You must help me, Luciano. I must find what I seek. As you wish, your majesty, I will see what I can do. That evening, Luciano traveled out to the mountains at the very edge of the kingdom. That was where his niece, Annabelle, lived. Annabelle was a shepherdess and spent her days leading her flock up and down the rolling hills. When Annabelle spotted Luciano, she wiped her hands on her ragged old dress, then sprinted over in her scuffed-up boots and wrapped her uncle in a hug. Uncle Luciano, what a surprise. What brings you all the way out to the mountains? Oh, 
two things, actually. First, I've come to see the most marvelous niece in the world. He planted a kiss on Annabelle's cheek. And second, I've come to see if you've heard the news from the palace. Annabelle rolled her eyes. <laughs> you mean the news about the new king's quest to find his ideal queen? To track down a maiden who's as perfect as fresh snow, as pure as morning dew, and... What was the other thing again? As flawless as a diamond. Right, right. <laughs> and he's asking maidens across the kingdom to report to the palace and gaze into some silly mirror? One that supposedly reflects what a person is like on the inside, not just on the outside? Indeed. That's the news. I've heard all about it, Uncle. But what I haven't heard is whether it's actually working. Is our young monarch finding the perfect, pure, and flawless partner that he seeks? Well, the truth is... Luciano shrugged. No one has shown up yet. <laughs> of course they haven't shown up, Uncle. They're all too afraid. Luciano cocked his head. Too afraid? Whatever do you mean? Come now, Uncle. You know as well as I do that nobody is perfect or pure or flawless, including the king himself. We all have faults. We've all made mistakes, and that's why everyone's afraid to look into the mirror. They're afraid to admit they're human. A proud smile spread across Luciano's face. Oh, Annabelle, you've always possessed such honesty and insight. If only our young king were half as wise as you are. There's an awful lot you could teach him. But let's talk more over dinner, yes? You work so hard tending your beloved sheep all day. How about taking a well-deserved break? I've packed us a lovely picnic. Wow. Thanks, Uncle Luciano. You're the best. Oh, no, my dear. You are. The next morning, inside the palace, the newly crowned king was slumped on his throne, his head in his hands. Oh, this is so depressing. Not one person has shown up to gaze into the looking glass. Not one! At this rate, I'll never find a queen, and I'll be forced to rule this land all alone! Just then, a royal messenger came bursting through the door with news that a maiden had arrived and was asking to see the king's looking glass. We'll show her in, please, and summon all the members of my court, the lords, the ladies, everyone. I want them to see this. Within moments, the throne room was buzzing and humming with people, but everyone fell silent as a young woman came striding through the door. She wore a raggedy old dress and scuffed-up boots, and leading her by the arm was Luciano. Your Majesty, I am honored to introduce my niece, Annabelle. She's a shepherdess in the mountains. The king looked Annabelle up and down, taking note of her shabby clothes and shoes. Uh, shepherdess, and you've come to look into the mirror? Indeed I have, Your Majesty. I have come to look into the mirror. I see. The king frowned. 
And you do understand, shepherdess, that if you look into this mirror and you're as perfect and pure and flawless as the queen of my dreams, then that's what the mirror will reflect. But if you're not the queen of my dreams, then your flaws and blemishes will all make themselves apparent on the looking glass's surface. Is that clear? Annabelle's eyes twinkled. As clear as crystal. Very well, then. The king held out the mirror. Have a look. All eyes were on Annabelle as she took hold of the mirror. She wrapped her fingers around the golden handle. She lifted the glass to her face. And then she smiled. At first, nobody moved. They didn't even dare to breathe. But then the lords and ladies could no longer control their curiosity. They all came rushing forward, craning and straining their necks toward the mirror. Look at this woman's reflection. It's stainless. Spotless. Blemish-free. The king felt his heart leap inside his chest. Is it true, shepherdess? Is your reflection unblemished? Actually, your majesty, it is. But look at her reflection. Without warning, Annabelle thrust the mirror into the face of the lady on her left. The lady winced and closed her eyes. Her reflection is unblemished, too. The surprised lady snapped her eyes open. Huh? So it is. That's right. And his is, too. Now Annabelle thrust the mirror into the face of the Lord standing to her right. The stunned man's hand flew to his mouth. Oh, <gasps> so it is. Annabelle moved from one member of the court to another, pausing long enough so they could catch a glimpse of their reflection. At first, they all flinched, afraid of what they would see. But then, they were astonished to discover that their reflection was completely unblemished. The king sat frozen on his throne. His jaw dropped open, his unblinking eyes wider and rounder than the mirror in Annabelle's hand. But everyone looks just like themselves. Just as they would in a regular mirror. Luciano told me this mirror had magic in it. Annabelle cast a glance at her uncle. He flashed her an encouraging grin. Luciano was right, your majesty. This mirror does have magic in it. Just not the kind you think. Whatever do you mean? Well, your highness, all this time... You've been dreaming of finding an ideal queen, a person who is as perfect as fresh snow, as pure as morning dew, and what was the other thing again? As flawless as a diamond. Right, right. But don't you see, sire, even a diamond has flaws, and that's part of its beauty. Nothing, your majesty, and no one is perfect. Annabelle gestured toward her old dress and boots. I am a humble shepherdess, and goodness knows I've made mistakes with my flock. Yet no matter how I mess up or slip up, every day those sheep let me take care of them all over again. If they sense danger is coming, they come to me to protect them. They know I'm not perfect. But they also know I'm trying and learning and doing my best. But what about the magic? The magic, your majesty? Annabelle held a hand to 
to her heart. The magic happens when we're brave enough and confident enough to know that yes, we are flawed, but nevertheless we go out there and we try our best. We live the absolute best life we can so that we can look into the mirror and not be afraid or embarrassed, but happy with what we see. Annabelle gazed into the king's eyes. The king gazed back. Then, slowly, he rose from his throne and stood before her. Good shepherdess, you are right. None of us is perfect, especially me. You have opened my eyes to a great many things. Which is why, dear lady, I must ask. He knelt down on one knee. Will you marry me and become my queen? Now, if you were Annabelle, what would you say? Yes or no? Well, at first, the shepherdess said nothing. She just took a slow, deep breath and let it out again. Then she looked down at the king, smiled a little smile, and said, No. No? You're saying no? You don't wish to become my queen? No, your majesty. I don't. Can't you see? I'm happy with my life as it is. Very happy. And I hope that someday, somehow, you'll be happy with your life too. And with that... The shepherdess turned on the heel of her scuffed-up boot and marched out of the room, through the gates, and back to her beloved sheep in the mountains. As for the king, well, never again did he expect anyone to be as perfect as fresh snow, as pure as morning dew, or... Uh, I'm sorry, what was the other thing again? As flawless as a... diamond... Right, right, as flawless as a diamond. Ugh, I can't believe I actually ever said that. Instead, he grew to embrace the flaws and foibles that make all of us so wonderfully imperfect and so wonderfully human. As a result, he became confident enough to rule the kingdom on his own. So, in the end, the young ruler didn't just live happily ever after, he lived humanly ever after, too. Now it's your turn. Need a reminder about how amazing you are? Try making a confidence mirror. Find some paper or poster board and draw a mirror. Any shape, any size. Then divide the mirror's face into three parts. Next, brainstorm three things about yourself that you like and that you're proud of. Maybe you have a strong mind for problem solving. Maybe you have a kind heart. Maybe you have a wild and wonderful imagination. Once you've got your three things, use colored pencils, crayons, or markers and draw your attributes, one for each section of the mirror. When you're done, cut the mirror out and hang it somewhere you can see it to help remind you how much you truly shine. This week's story, The Looking Glass, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. 
Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Han. Sabina has created a black and white coloring page for every single Circle Round story. Grown-ups, you can find nearly 200 coloring pages and print them out on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. While you're there, you can also find a link to our brand new picture books. We've adapted several of your favorite Circle Round stories as fun, colorful books, and you can find them all at wbur.org slash circle round. Just click on books. Special thanks to this week's actors. Jason Ennis, Shelley Lee, Steve Coulter, Mark Agliardi, and Lenady Hanau. Steve Coulter appears in the Disney Plus series She-Hulk. Watch for Steve in two feature films in early 2023, Shotgun Wedding and We Have a Ghost. Mark Agliardi can be seen in Blood and Treasure on CBS and the Comedy Central series Drunk History. Lenady Hanau will star in the title role of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Bad Cinderella, opening at Broadway's Imperial Theater on March 23, 2023. Previews start February 17th. Our featured instrument this week was the classical guitar. You can learn more about this plucked string instrument and see a picture on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. It helps keep Circle Round going strong so we can keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Adam. I'm from Israel, and my favorite Circle Round story is Misery Loves Company, because I like the part when Alexandra sees Misery, and she go inside the cave, and then see Misery inside. Hi, my name is Lois, and I live in Maryland. My favorite story is the tale of the koala's tail, because I like the part when they accidentally pull off her tail. Because I think it's funny. Hi, my name is Farah, and I live in Greenville, Indiana. My favorite story around is the laughing canoe, and I like when the canoe talks and laughs. Hi, my name is Casper. I live in Virginia. My favorite circle around story is the bright yellow hat. I like when the flowers come alive. My name is Lauren, and I live in Kalamazoo, and my favorite story is the new neighbor. And I like the part when the baker put the pot in the big pot. My name is Jay. And my name is Sammy. And we're from Alameda, California. And my favorite story is the princess and the bee. And my favorite part is when the princess saves the bee. My favorite is the woman in the moon, and my favorite part is when the other woman falls down from the moon. My name is Stella. I live in Switzerland, and I like all of the stories. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.